So this year, I'm really focused on my health, sticking to a routine, and that's why I've been loving Symbiotica. Symbiotica is one of the fastest growing health and wellness companies out right now, and they're one of the only brands that are wholly committed to your health. They don't use any seed oils, no preservatives or toxins in their supplements. They source the best ingredients from all around the world, and they're super easy to take when you're on the go. They also taste good. I try to stay really consistent with my morning routine and something that I always include is taking my supplements every single day. I've been taking these Symbiotica supplements and loving them. My goal has been to support my immune system with the supplements that I've been taking. So I've been taking them every morning with my coffee and my breakfast. Joe does as well. And I've been really loving the results that I've been seeing. My routine, I have my eggs in the morning, I take a Symbiotica and I'm ready to take on the day, hit the gym, I'm more alert, I just feel good. What's even better is that Symbiotica makes it a breeze to stay on track. With a subscription, your supplements arrive at your doorstep every month. Ready to feel the results? Head over to Symbiotica.com and use Bachelor for 15% off your subscription order. I think when, when you're in a relationship, being able to travel with somebody is like one of the best things you could do. I agree. I think some of our best memories together are exploring new places and relaxing somewhere on a beach. So we've been working with the brand Beachbound Vacations to find our next perfect beach vacation. And instead of spending hours searching for your perfect beach, take the perfect beach finder quiz and let Beachbound do the heavy lifting for you. Go to beachbound.com to get started today. I mean, I love it. I can't wait for our next vacation. To get started, go to beachbound.com, click be the first to try and then select take our quiz. You know, you've got to come back in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count for your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. What's up, everybody? Bachelor Nation, Bachelor Happy Hour listeners. Welcome back to another episode. We have a good one for you because I know you saw tonight's episode. And Becca, I don't even know where to start. I mean, (laughs) we have never seen anything like it. Never. No, this is very, very new in Bachelor territory. I mean, usually hometowns, it's kind of the safe week. It's, It's easy. It's standard. This week was crazy. Crazy. I mean, I Garrett and I were just gasping the entire time we're watching it. So we have much to dive into. Right. We have some very special guests. Because we, we needed help with this crazy we episode. We needed help. And so we needed to bring in the main men in our lives to give a male perspective on everything that just went down. So we've got, drum roll, Mr. Garrett and Brian. Yay! Yay! It's Bay Day. <laughs> it's a double date. Our yeah. first double date. We need some clarity, some some understanding. We need this male perspective. So let's get into it. Becca, <laughs> the collective sigh of the group. <laughs> we got to talk about Victoria F. and her hometown because we haven't seen anything like it before. Never. And for the first time ever, Becca... I have no words. I I am I am silent and thank God we have the men here who can just give us the male opinion because I am so interested in what they have to say. I am too. I mean, I, I will I will say I have a few choice words for everything that we saw, but I definitely want to get into Garrett and Brian's opinion because men I think tend to look at things in a different light, yeah. a different perspective, but we saw a lot go down. Yeah. Like and and don't just talk about Victoria. I need to understand Peter from the male perspective because I'm not getting it. Same. So who, whoever wants to dive in, by all means, <laughs> good luck. They don't even know where to start. <laughs> yeah, this was a tough one. Um, I just feel like she just doesn't know how to express her exact feelings. I feel like if she would have just told him. Hey, listen, you know what? People are going to talk shit. It is what it is. Like, I can't do anything about it. I'm in love with you. Everybody has a past. Like, let's just move forward. And at the same time, I don't know. I you, I know you don't agree with me, but what if they would have gone in, Peter assesses the situation, goes in with the family. Yeah, I know it's a big deal. Well, like, gets a feel for how she is with her family, all the love that comes from that. 
and then maybe talk about it afterwards. But I feel like that just ruined the night he left. I get it. You know, you don't want to meet the family and, you know, have this looming over his head. But I just think she just doesn't communicate well. I think if she would have just been upfront and honest and maybe divulged exactly what happened, you know, whatever Marissa was set talking about, you know, maybe given her side of the story, I think she would have been in a better spot. Like, put yourself in this situation, Garrett. You've just been dancing on stage, offbeat, because that's Peter. <laughs> <laughs> but Peter owns it. You've been dancing on stage, singing the song. You're having the time of your life. In the words of Peter, this is unreal. Peter's having, like, he's on cloud nine. The producers are like, hold on two seconds. Like, we want, we, we got something else for you. So your ex comes up, approaches you, and tells you something about this girl um, that you've just had the time of your life with. How do you, how would you, how do you handle that? Um, I think depending on how my relationship was with my ex and how truthful of a person she was, I would take that into consideration and be like, what she's telling me, you know, is coming from a good place in her heart. So I'm going to have to approach that and ask Victoria F the right questions and then approach her and ask her, you know, like, what is this I've heard about you kind of explain yourself and then, you know, ask the right questions. And I don't know if he asked the Peter didn't Peter didn't ask the right questions. He he took what Marissa said to heart and, of course, addressed it with Victoria. But we, he doesn't sit down and say, like, hey, like, what is she talking about? I don't need yeah. juicy details, even though I, as a viewer, want the juicy details. But as Brian was saying, like, he didn't ask it and she didn't even bring it up. She just said, I'm done. And she just shuts down. And I don't even know. If you want this, my real opinion. Yeah. Give it to us, Garrett. <laughs> I, I wouldn't even have had her make it to the hometown. <laughs> yeah, she would have made it. If she, she walked away, gone. if she walked away, I know that I have, you know, two to three other great relationships going on. And if somebody's acting this way, it's huge red flags to me. It's totally off. I agree with Brian. I think she should have, or he should have gone in there, met the family and gotten a feel for that and maybe like dove in more with some questions and see how they react, see what they say about her and her past relationships. And I, but I, I agree with you. I mean, obviously, you know, your ex, you know, maybe she does have a good heart. Maybe she is coming from a good place, but at the same time, she is your ex. Could there be some type of jealousy on her yeah. part where she's just stirring the pot and now that has him all confused? I don't know. I just think he, I think he's done that a couple of times this season where he just takes somebody's word for it, throws them all off, and then that, you know, messes up relations with other women. I think he should just, you know, take it at face value, you know, interact with these women and then, you know, let it, you know, leave all that hearsay to the side. I don't know. I mean, that's how I guess I would handle it. I don't think I would have been able to go and meet the family. If I was no. Peter, I would not have wanted because family is such a big thing that if he was questioning where he's at in that relationship, family adds this whole new layer. Yeah. And just seriousness to the relationship that if he's already on the fence like that, don't don't get that muddled. I think that would be be too hard, especially when. You have to go to the family now and put on a face and get all excited and talk about like your dating history on the show and relive all these special moments. But in the back of your mind, you have this like nagging. But why okay, do you have but, to put a face on? Why don't you just walk in there and tell them exactly what just well, happened? Is he going to go meet Mr. Fuller and be like, hey, I just heard that your daughter breaks relationships. But like, let's talk about how great she is right now. No, but you talk about hard. the season and how good it's been. But there's been some issues addressed or whatever and be like, you yeah. know, what are past relationships like? What is she like as a person? I think he should have the ability like the the strength to compartmentalize yeah. and just be like, okay, I'm going to walk in there. Right. Our relationship has been good. Like you said at the end there, he's like, I have, I'm very passionate about her. You know, I want to keep her around, you know, you know, with Kelsey as the other option, but. But their relationship in- hasn't been good. I think that's the thing. Mm-hmm. This is like a situation where it's like, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. She, Peter's been fooled multiple, too many times well, to count every when it time, comes to her. Yeah. And every time you see them interact together, every dinner that they have together every moment she always gets up and walks away and cries and just leaves him and can't talk things through like and so it hasn't been a great relationship yeah he's attracted to her he's like he feels that chemistry and that passion and i think that's the only thing pulling him back is that something you think maybe he's that's what attracts him uh to her as far as crazy 
Maybe a little crazy. Maybe she's a little think, drama. Maybe yeah. she wants. Oh, I want. I want to change her. She's mysterious. You know, I can't figure her out. Like, yeah, it's the I catch, want to see what's going. Yeah, but are you like, looking for a wife or a good time? I mean, do you really need the bachelor to find a crazy chick? I mean, you can do. You can do that any day of the week. Right. I think it's so frustrating because. You're watching this interaction. Like, I, I just want to say I'm over it. That's the title of this mm -hmm. podcast. I'm fucking over it. I, I, in <laughs> the words F. of a good friend, can we just send them all home and ship them to paradise? Like, I am <laughs> I am so over this, the, the interactions and the way we're handling conflict and the way that Peter is navigating these relationships. It is so frustrating because, especially in this episode, you're sitting here and you're watching Peter literally answer his own questions. He is saying you're bad at communication. You get up and run away. These problems continue to happen. The writing is on the wall and, and he won't read much. it. Yeah. It's like, I don't, that's why I'm like searching for the men. Like, what is it? Mm -hmm. What? Why can't Peter like have an opinion and stick to it? Why is he so easily swayed and manipulated by these women? To your well, point, I think he answers his own questions because he breaks the silence. So when he asks the question, She'll sit there and kind of look at him, say, so I don't know. And then it's silent. And then he answers it and so he's true. like, you get up, you walk away. And he starts answering the question. He just asks her and I'm like, just it's sit like there and knows. wait for her to answer and make her use her words mm -hmm. rather than be like, I don't know. And then he's like, okay, well, let me tell you. you yeah. <laughs> I have a question. So not even this week, but it, it becomes much more apparent, I think. But even in their interactions in the past last week. I kept saying, like, she's not that into him. If you watch, like, she's always kind of trying to give him this out and some sort of, like, yeah, I like you, but I just don't know, and I don't know what I want. And she uses all these excuses. I truly, truly think at the the root of it is that she's really not that into him, and she wants to be. She wants to put on this facade for the show because let's be honest, if she was like, yeah, no, I don't like him, like, she'd get much more backlash, I think. I mean, yeah. she's already going to. But for like as a as a man watching this, can you guys sense that? Yeah, yeah. And then I think she put it on him. Like she yeah. feels that she's trying harder than him. Which, right. I mean, I don't know what what, know, what, what what relationship she's living in, but I mean, obviously Peter was shocked when she said that. Mm -hmm. She's yeah. like, "What are you talking about? Like, have you not seen me trying? Mm -hmm. like, no, have long. No, like, let's just call a spade a spade. She's made it to the top four. She's in running for the Bachelorette." I think that that's where she's like, peace out. Like, I'm good. Mm -hmm. I've made it as far as I need to come to be the bachelorette. Well, let me tell you something, uh, Victoria F. One, to be the bachelorette, <laughs> you have to be able to, like, have an opinion, to form a sentence, to have be able to have, make a declarative statement, to have a conversation, to answer questions, to pull things out of people, and to be able to communicate. None of these things I've been able to sing, see her do. The only time I've seen her form a sentence is when she's singing the lyrics to a country singer song. <laughs> she dated. Who she dated. <laughs> can we can we just realize how good the song was that Hunter Hayes was singing and it was very uh, tellative of was that the right word tellative very telling tell, very telling. Yeah, very, I am like these girls making it my own words right now. <laughs> very telling of what is going to go down the best part though I will say is when Peter and Victoria are like behind the stage dancing and he's singing the lyrics and he goes I don't want crazy and she's like are you sure yeah. and she like flips her head and I'm like oh god we know something's going down yeah like, I'm, I guess I'm shocked that she's 26. I really thought that she was younger, just the way that she handles this relationship. But I just, I just don't get the red flags. All these red flags are waving in front of you. I don't understand what you're trying to hold on to this relationship with Victoria. When you have three other women, as you pointed out, Garrett, that are into you, mm -hmm. that you don't have to struggle with. You don't have to play hard I mean, but to the, get with. Isn't that with any, like a lot of times that happens with women and men. You know, you want but, something that you can't have or you yeah. can't figure out yet. Yeah. It happens. I think that's it. I but literally it, think that's what it boils down to is him like trying to search down and dig deep of to, like how he can get her to almost like turn. come out of her shell. Yeah, because I, I mean, I, I like guess. the way we, we were watching it, we felt like she was a runner, right? Yeah. Like mm -hmm. she was just running. She wasn't answering questions. And I think he's just trying to, like, please throw me a bone here. Like, yeah. give me something. Well, and I will say, and and this is a prop to Peter, just because this is a very difficult situation. I, When I was the Bachelorette, at least from my experience, I never wanted to say goodbye to somebody that I still had questions about. Because you say goodbye and you always have that, like, nagging wonder, like, what if in the back yeah. of your head. And I think he's truly giving her all of these opportunities to, like, 
still keep her around to show him that like she really likes him. She is going to open up. She's going to change whatever yeah. it might be. Um, and I just think he knows like, okay, if I were to send her home at prior to any of this, he would have still had those. What ifs? he would have still wondered, but like at the end of the day too, you can only allow someone to do what they're doing and treat you a certain way. So many times. Yeah. If tears were words, Victoria F would win a Pulitzer prize. You know, like that's the only way that she knows how to communicate. I let me ask the men this in the room. Were you shocked that Peter decided to he let her come back into this hotel room? And can we all just pause and comment on the hotel room? The hotel room. It was I don't know. I don't know what's happened with the budget this year. But that was not okay. The local holiday inn. It is I'm a I'm a hotel snob. That was not okay. But were you shocked, one, that he continued to have the conversation? And maybe this goes to what you're saying, Becca. You needed those to answer those questions. So maybe that's why he let her into the room. I would have looked through the peephole and been like, Mm-mm. not today. I don't need room service not today. today. But were you shocked that he said he hasn't made up his mind yet and is gonna, going to let her continue on the journey? I wasn't shocked. I think it's because of not to be a dead horse, but I think it's just the same thing. Like he's really wants her to come out of the shell and like I think he's just chasing it. But and, he, and he really didn't get an answer in that conversation. Exactly. So I But think what it's would you guys have done? Thing. Yeah. What would you I have told done? you what I would she, done. she wouldn't have made it this far, we know. Yeah. Well no, I know. I'm just saying like even if she did and that was the case or whatever, like Rachel said, I would have looked through the people and been like, hell no. Yeah. But in that moment when Peter is sitting <laughs> But with I still would have opened the door and then told her. We still have yet to address why this issue even came about. Yeah. The things that Marissa had said like in that entire conversation when they're sitting there together, none of that was still brought up, which is the real reason they got into this in the first place. And so, of course, he's still, I'm sure if he's going to keep around, he's going to still wonder about that. Yeah. I would have demarioed her. Get the, the fuck out. Like, yeah. <laughs> I, like, I, I mean, or, or be this, a little bit more direct. It's so disrespectful to Peter and even to the other women who are left. And I'm not even a fan of the, you know, the ladies this season, but it is, it's just so disrespectful to the process. And I get so, because I'm looking around this room and it worked for us. And so I get very protective of how people navigate this because it was so real to us. Mm -hmm. And I, I guess I'm frustrated on Peter's part because if you're saying that you want a wife and you say that you want these qualities and you look at your parents who have set this beautiful example for you of love and you see what it takes to make a relationship work, why the hell are you chasing after Victoria? She has not embodied any of the qualities that you say that you want in a wife. And I think that is what is so frustrating to watch. What mm-hmm. do you want? Do you want a relationship? Do you want the chase? Do you want a girlfriend? Or do you want somebody who's for forever? And that's what we've been asking for weeks now. I feel like every week I'm like, what do you want, Peter? What do you want? And and if, <laughs> and I feel like in the past it was, I was questioning him because he seemed so wishy-washy. You know, did he want to keep a layer around? Did he believe Victoria P? Like all these other things that leading up to it seemed big. But now that we have this elephant in the room, this seems huge. And it's, yeah, you're still questioning like, what do you want at this point? This is endgame. Like, you are going into the fantasy suites. You only have two weeks yeah. left, basically, after this. Like, you have a huge decision to make, so you got to figure it out. You know what's crazy? We've been talking about, and we, I mean, I guess we've kind of talked about Peter a little bit on the podcast, too, but we've been talking about these women and how, you know, they're just a lot and they're so dramatic, but we really have to start talking about Peter and his decision-making at this point. Mm-hmm. We've We've touched on it, but now... Peter is a bit of the problem. Victoria F. shouldn't be here. And maybe some others as well. (laughs) But I'm just going to focus on her at the moment because she's the problematic one. At this point, I don't know if Peter knows what he wants out of a relationship. Which is so sad because this beginning of this season, we're like, Peter's going to find love. He's ready for it. He deserves it. This is what's missing in his life. But maybe he's been single for a reason at at this point of his life this far because he just doesn't know mm-hmm. what he wants. Well, and I think back to his relationship with Hannah, Hannah B, because that's where obviously we first saw him on her season and he fell so hard for her. But Hannah, Hannah said it like it was. She would call people out when she needed to. She knew what she wanted. Well, obviously that didn't work out, but it felt like she was much more assertive and I'm not getting that with this group right now. And so I'm con- again, like I'm confused of, 
do you want someone that's more independent and strong-willed like that? Or do you want somebody that you can kind of take care of and be the savior for? And yeah, I don't think he truly knows. I think he wouldn't yeah, do this. What he, has said, what he has said is that he wants somebody to love him exactly how much love he put out, for example, with Aunt Hannah B. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's just it just seems like this woman isn't ready. Victoria Fuller, I'm talking about. She's mm-hmm. not ready to pour out those, those feelings. Like, I don't know if it's something that happened in her past that she's quote unquote, like a runner and just doesn't really give you all the answers. But I think he's just searching for that answer. And I mean, yeah, I think he could directly ask a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Like, Hey, look, you know, this is what was told to me. This is where you actually just give me a quick little explanation. Mm-hmm. You tell me how much you're in love with me and you know, maybe we can move on, you know, because what we have, I feel is good. But I guess, like, it's just, like, I just don't know if he's asking the right questions. Right. That and, like, uh, you know how she's a runner and he preaches, like, he wants family and mm-hmm. all of that loyalty. And it's, like, do you want a wife when something gets tough to just run yeah, all exactly. the well, like, She's just record. giving off red yeah, flags like yeah. crazy. Well, and yeah. he said that in the conversation. He's, like, if it's like this now, what is it going to be like when we're married? Yeah. And he's already questioning it. And I think he, I think truly deep down Peter knows that her relationship with him is not right yeah i think he knows i think it's just making that a sort of decision making and standing by it that he's struggling with i think he's just really nice yeah too nice (laughs) too nice and you know what i'm starting to realize hannah b would have run all over him forward backwards zigzag hopscotch two-stepped all over him windmilled all around him yeah i think (laughs) i think that he loves the idea of that type of woman because that's who his mom is but when you look at the four women that are left they are not Barb. Mm-hmm. And I just keep asking myself, what would Barb do in this situation? Well, no, that's why I'm thinking there's no way Victoria F. can go on any further. Because if for some reason in an alternate universe, Peter and Victoria F. ended up together, Barb is going to be watching this back and be like, Mm-mm, this is not for my son. There's mm-hmm. no way. So yeah. I think that that's why I'm just hoping it won't work. Um, I do want to say one thing. And I know... Victoria F is going to probably get a lot of shit, a lot. Like yeah. this week is going to be very tough for her. I will say, um, I do wish she addressed this issue more and just said, "Look, like I'm a human. I've made mistakes in the past. We all have. Yes, did I screw up or and and maybe ruin some relationships? Whatever it might be, whatever the true story is, she just needs to address it and be like, but we all have, and I'm willing to fight for you and make this relationship work. That's all she had to do." But again, people, we all make mistakes. Keep in mind, like, we've all had relationships that haven't worked out for certain reasons. Um, so if you're listening on social media, take it a little easy, okay? Because it's not going to be easy on her or Peter. Yeah, yeah. We're just podcasting our opinions, okay? But <laughs> we're not going to go tweet or social media no. troll her. But if you are a PR company, reach out to her because she's going to need your help in forming a statement, you know, and how to address <laughs> and, this. And how to make a statement. Yeah, is, other than I don't know. Yeah, in tears. Help. Is um, Barb going to be a women tell all? Because I need to be sitting right next to her. I need to be sitting right next to my girl Barb. Okay, I so, want to be there so bad. <laughs> you'll be there in spirit. I'm, I'm I'll FaceTime you. Tour. I'll FaceTime you, Becca, if you, you want to. You have to. Thank you. I'll be the only one who gets to keep my phone. <laughs> okay, so we see the rose ceremony happen at this point, and no surprise here. We've got Victoria F., Hannah Ann, Madison. That's who's left. Kelsey goes home. I think we kind of saw that one coming based on the hometown episode. But the real surprise here is that Madison looks so distraught after Peter gives her a rose. She knows she's going to Fantasy Suites at this point. And he tells her that she's going to the Golden Coast. I mean, Australia, for goodness sake, people. And Madison looks upset, confused. I mean, any adjective except for happy and thrilled. So we see her pull him to the side and says that she wants to talk to him. And that's where the episode just cuts off. So I'm sure you're like all of us at this point where you're like, Madison, I'm sorry. Why are we waiting until the 13th hour to tell him this information that you've been holding since the day you met him? If Madison does give Peter an ultimatum, which it appears that she does from the previews, how is she any different from Luke P in Hannah's season? Where's the lie? I'll wait. Oh, man. Do hometowns bring up like memories for you guys? Good ones, bad ones. Brian, I know we had some, it wasn't all smooth sailing at our hometown. <laughs> yeah, no, no, definitely some issues there. But. but can I just say, Brian is like, this is why we're such a good balance. 
He is so optimistic. He is so positive. I remember he walked out of our hometowns and he was like, I thought that went great. And I was like fuming at my family. Uh I was just like, if that's what you took from it, I'm so glad because I still want you to be here. But my family was just like, like, why can't I find the word for this? They were just like on you with questions after questions, just like really put him through the ringer. I guess I felt like ringer. I handled it well. You so did handle it. You did. Well. He did. Like, no, no, no. You did. You handled uh, it so, I even was telling you that, like he did so well, but they you were just asking got, him. Like, I loved watching you and you were like, look people, I was you like, like put your foot you down. My brother-in-law started talking and I was like, I'm sorry, who are you? <laughs> <laughs> like that's what I was thinking of him and I love him because he was the one who's like, oh, she's really into Brian because mm-hmm. she took up for Brian and not the other people. But at the same mm-hmm. time, I was like, in law. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. <laughs> Not the person to be talking. Yeah. But how was it for you, Garrett? Uh, it was smooth sailing. Everything I pretty much wanted to show her about my hometown is, you know, it got portrayed. My family's in agriculture, so I got to do like a little tractor date. Um, she got to go to like the heart of Manteca, which is super small, and they got like half the city to go there. <laughs> so there was about 13,000 people. And then... Uh, I don't know. It was fun. I I mean, I never really had, I think through all the hometowns, I never had a bad one. It was always. My I, family was excited. They, his family was just like my family. We walked in and just the like love, abundance just, yeah. of yeah. love and, and just fun openness like hit me. And he was my last hometown. And so I was like, oh yeah, I've had three other great ones. Like this one, we'll see what, you know, it was the last one. And I, so I didn't really like put much stock into it. No offense. Not, that's not a bad, not much stock, but I get what you, you mean. Know. As the lead, I understand by the time you get <laughs> to the I last one. I love you one. so much. <laughs> Were you like nervous? But, Were you really nervous going into his hometown just because no. you knew how, how you felt about him? He was probably the one I was least nervous for just because I felt like I had known him longer and the way he had always talked about his family seemed just just like him and just like my family. And so I just went in like, oh, we're going to have a great time. Yeah. And we did. We, it was amazing. <laughs> like, it was so much this, fun. This one, that was, wasn't this, us. Was, this one was sweating bullets. So Brian was my first. And I knew how I felt about Brian. So I really went in thinking, if this, this has to go well, because I could potentially be meeting my in-laws. Mm-hmm. Like, that was my thought. And I was so nervous walking in. And then... The week before, he had told me that his mom and his girlfriend before really didn't have the best relationship. So mm-hmm. I was nervous. I just really wanted her to like me. And when we walked in, Brian, like we walk in, his mom like immediately beelines to him and she's excited. And Brian takes both of us and he puts his arm around both of us. And Aww. so that was very comforting to me. And even his mom talks about it to this day. She's mm-hmm. like, okay, I loved that he did that. Mm-hmm. It made me know where he stands with her. Mm-hmm. And then later she was like, I'll kill you. If you heard, <laughs> if you heard uh-huh. of. <laughs> yeah, what was it that she said at the end? And you were like, wait, what did she just say? Was it, I'll kill you? Was it? She said, if you love him, then I'll love you. If you hurt him, I'll kill you. Yeah. <laughs> and it is, it's like a Spanish term. And I, I laughed. Like, I thought it was funny. I knew what she was saying. You know, it's mm-hmm. you, she. She gave it's, great advice when you marry you ma- when you marry him, you marry into the family, and just like a closeness that we should all have with one another. And I'm very close with my family, so I got it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that saying in Spanish, like "te mato," is like very commonly used. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, her sister forgets her glasses at the house. Oh my god, "te mato!" How could you like? He's gonna start saying that every time I annoy him. Now. <laughs> but in, yeah, but in English, obviously, uh, it, it sounds it, worse. It yeah. sounds oh, a little worse. Or when producers preview it for an entire week, <laughs> and in bold red letters, it's "I'll, I'll kill, kill you. you." And his mom's in HR, so she was mortified. She oh. thought she was gonna lose her job. <laughs> I'm curious though for you guys, who are you? Because like I say, hometowns because Brian came to Dallas to meet my family, so you met. Becca's family in the Maldives. Okay, yeah. So I'm like counting that as a hometown too. Yeah. Like both okay, ways. All right. But um, who were you most nervous to talk to, Garrett and Brian, when it came to meeting Garrett, you, Becca's family, and then Brian, my family? Uh, well, for me, obviously, it was the judge. The judge. The judge. Oh, Sam. It's like, <laughs> what, was never, I've oh, never okay. been on, C- on TV before. It was like the, the man, the myth, the legend That's right. type situation. It was crazy because I actually went third. Uh, when I met her family and both guys came back with totally differing opinions. Oh, really? Yeah, I remember Peter came back. He was like, he was really intimidating. He barely talked to me, like literally got to talk to him in five minutes. I was like, okay, it's going to be tough. And then Eric comes back like, no, he was cool. He warmed up to me. We talked for a while. You know, we got along great. Eric 
Eric is so positive. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he is. So then I was like, okay, which dad am I going to get? But my dad did yeah. like Eric. Did he? Yeah. So, he says something was off with Peter. I mean, it was, he was a straight shooter. I mean, not going to lie. He asked the questions he needed to ask. I mm-hmm. answered them. And, you know, I think at the end of the day, we respected each other for it. Yeah, no, totally. My dad yeah. did not have any issues with Brian. Yeah. He, he said was I like, talked a lot. He said he talked a lot. <laughs> and he said he talked a lot, but he just was like, no, and I didn't say yes to any of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, what about you, Garrett? Um, you she told me her Uncle Chuck would just be fine. Oh, on the mm-hmm. Uncle Chuck. Uncle Chuck. Yeah. I love yeah. him. I do too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, Uncle Chuck, he is. He just has the sweet, all of my uncles, because um, my dad obviously passed away. So my uncles were at my hometown during the bachelor season. And then, yeah, Garrett was able to meet one of them at, in the Maldives. Yeah, Uncle Chuck. And then it was fun meeting her mom. I wasn't too nervous to meet her mom. Her mom just always seemed like a sweetheart, you know, and she said, my mom's, you know, really sweet, easy going. And she's like, but my uncle Chuck is going to hammer you with questions. (laughs) I was like, well, what questions is he going to Which is why, okay, so I saw my family a little bit before that, and my uncle Chuck and my auntie Anne, they they were the ones originally who, when I first was, like, going on to be the, going on The Bachelor, they were like, do it. Like, it'll be such a great experience. Why not? They were so gung-ho. And then they came on the show and they started interrogating these guys. And I was like, oh my gosh, my uncle Chuck like drilled me hard one day before he met the guys. And I was like, oh my gosh, mm-hmm. like I I would be nervous to be the guys right now. Yeah. But but he came from a place of love and I think it went well. Him and my sister hit it off. Like yeah. they knew each other for years. Yeah, she was. Yeah, it was easy talking to her sister yeah. for sure. It was, it was like cute. talking to my brother back home. Yeah, yeah, for me it was the opposite. I think Constance was the was the toughest on me. She was, but my cousin, who's my best friend, she said that when we walked through the door before we had walked in to meet the family, she heard me laugh, mm-hmm. and she was like, "I knew immediately that that was the guy for you." Mm-hmm. And I'm oh. like, "Okay, she would know probably better than anyone." Right. Yeah, so like that was comforting to me. She was mm-hmm. like, I haven't heard you laugh like that in years. Oh. And I'm like, I don't even remember that yeah. moment, but she did. Oh, how special. Yeah, no, Can no, Can we no. get that audio back to <laughs> If you could go back and do anything differently, like the whole season, not just hometowns, is there anything? Di- I know what you would say. I'm very curious, Ryan, but Garrett, would you do anything differently? I would say... I would have brought her to Reno where I'd lived the past 10 years to show her where I was currently living mm-hmm. and show her, like, why I lived there and where like, you loved. what I love, you know. Like, it was cool bringing her back to, like, where I grew up and where my family was at, but it would have been nice to have her, like, come to where I was at and why I enjoyed living there so much. I would love to see Reno. I feel like the only thing I know about Reno is Sister Act. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's all I knew. That's, when I thought of Reno, I thought of Sister Act, too. Yeah. yeah. Sister Mary Clarence. Yeah. But, uh... It, you need to go. It's beautiful. Okay. It's, it's much prettier than I expected. But yeah. other than that, no. It was all the, everything I wouldn't, I would have done the same, yeah. Yeah. Well, he was good too because he, I think he had never really watched the show. So he just was very go with the flow. Like, oh, what, what are we doing this week? And he was the one who kind of, not was more reserved, but held back his feelings until he knew he really felt them, which I appreciated because it's... I was thrown off because I was like, <laughs> how do all these guys, like, what do you mean you're like, you know, you have all these guys in the house, right? And you, we've all experienced it. And it's like, these guys would get so fired up. And I'm like, we've been in the house for three days. There's 23 of us in like, here. Like fired up in what way? Like, like they're pissed. They're like, can you believe she kissed she kissed so-and-so last night? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's like, dude, you know what like, show you're on? Like, yeah, like, yeah, right? What are you like, talking about? You're going to let up. that get to you? I was like, what's going to happen when there's like five of you left? And then I, I was yeah. like, oh, my Garrett God. Garrett was the one who would like sit back and just laugh when the guys would start to lose their minds. I just literally watched was guys Brian. lose their minds. It was, like, yeah. what? it was surprising. It's like, oh, my God. I she she kissed was... me, and now she kissed somebody the next day. It's like, <laughs> The nerve duh. of her. Yeah. The only right? time I would be not rattled, but the only time where I'd be like, Damn, she needs like it was when she'd wear red <laughs> lipstick and then she would come and like her lips would be in her chin. I'm like from all she the guys scruff and I'm like, oh, wow. Okay, I learned my lesson. Yeah. Okay, it was like, like coming in for a kiss. I'm like, oh my that god, that lipstick. I said Talk I'm about- never wearing bright red lipstick <laughs> Holy again. Hell. Talk about compartmentalizing. I had to do that a lot with that. I was like, Jesus, like she, she was just having a hard time. makeout session. Her face is all red. And then it's like, hey, yeah, let's make out. It's great. Yeah. It's mouthwash. Let me get, let me get you some like, baby wipes or something. Yeah, let's get some baby wipes. Really quick before you kiss me. Can you do some squats so you get the blood out of your face into your legs or something? 
It's like, wow. I mean, I definitely wouldn't wouldn't have changed anything. I mean, obviously it led me to you. But, I mean, if there was one thing, I would definitely, obviously, Ellen. I knew it! Um, <laughs> I knew it. So, well, let me, should we let remind me, everybody what let me, she Let said. me paint the scenario. Um, and, I'll tell you, you know, what We're going said. on Ellen, and oh. you know, we're riding the bus, drinking. I guess you were allowed to drink heavily back then. Yeah, y'all were um, lit by the time y'all got there. So we were lit getting there and we were in the green room and all of a sudden our producer comes in and hands each one of us bright neon underwear. Like Ellen underwear. Tidy, you know Ellen has yeah. under her like underwear. Like boxer briefs. So we're thinking obviously on going to the day we're like, okay, we're definitely gonna have to dance in some capacity because mm. that's what they do on Ellen. So he hands this like, all right guys, put these on. So of course we're all looking at each other it's like, Wow, we are going to be getting butt naked on stage in front of Ellen, in front of the audience, in front of America. Like, where's the, where are the drinks? Well, so I we, walked in and, and then gave she y'all walked sh- in. Shots. She walked like, in. So I literally, in a span of, I think, of like 10 minutes, we downed like four fireball shots. So we were all just. I would have been napping up on stage after this. Yeah, no, we were, we were lit. And I just got ahead of myself and. You know. So what happened was, because <laughs> yeah, I, I, Garrett's like, what happened? <laughs> so Ellen's standing up there. She's like, oh, these are the guys on the date. And I think there were six people. And so she's asking questions. And so she says, has anyone kissed Rachel? And Will says, yes, I've kissed her. And, or raise your hand if you've kissed her. And so like the guys didn't know. So they're kind of like, oh, everybody, but like a couple of people. I and said then, it first. I think I said, she's a great kisser. Yeah, but so I literally Brian, like grabbed Brian the mic from grabs Ellen, the like, mic from here. Ellen, <laughs> and he's like, "She's a great kisser." And then Ellen's like, "Okay, that one kisses and tells." And then Will, and then Will goes, "I second that." And then Brian goes, "He had my sloppy seconds." <laughs> and people were like, "And I," Ellen was like, "Yeah." You she turned have said to me. That. She turned to me, and she goes, "I don't like that one." <laughs> like off mic, she goes, "Don't pick him." <laughs> she still hates me. Too, like, okay. fireball. <laughs> and I know what Brian was trying to say, but I was like, "You have to realize in that moment, you were calling me the sloppy seconds." Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was like, "And people were not okay with it, right?" And so, like, my sister had seen that before, so that's why she came into hometowns with these preconceived notions about um, Brian, <laughs> and so it just was not good. Oh, yeah, <laughs> and obviously, it was like, in no way. Like, what did I mean that towards you? It was no, kind of more like, I know. And you I know, told the you after coming out, was, right. we were all drunk as hell, and it was like just me competing Look, with Will, who's TV my boy. Does weird things yeah, yeah. yeah. And you're just Can like, I tell yeah, you about an unseen right. moment? I don't even know if I've ever said this on mic. So then later that night, we're having the cocktail party, or maybe it was a couple of days later. Brian, when he meets me to have a conversation, has a present for me. <laughs> this did not did not air, and so like I come out the door, and he's like leaned up against the side of the wall, like all Rico Suave. And he hands me this present. I'm like, oh my gosh, what is it? And I open the present. It's the Ellen underwear that he wore. And he had sprayed his cologne in the underwear. Oh, no. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Please tell me you still have them. Y'all, no, I, y'all, still, I still wear them. I still have them. Okay, you all might think that's a very cheesy, possibly <laughs> slightly God, douchey they didn't move. Show it, but However, it, so did it you stick. wear them that night? I wore them that night. I thought it was hilarious, <laughs> but seeing how like people perceived Brian and after that day, I, I'm so glad that didn't air yeah, because it just would have been, good. been oh so cheesy. Like this guy. So but funny. it was funny. I couldn't stop laughing at that. Like I was like, this is so extra, but I love it. <laughs> the cologne move is the way to go. I did that with the present for her. I was like, oh, I got to squirt yeah, cologne. It's like you it want, smells so good. Yeah. Smell <laughs> yeah. is the the sense that, you know, you remember yeah. the most. So yeah. Okay, like, hey, so I not? think Rach yeah. and I have talked about how night one, we obviously, like, we're very into you guys. Like, we knew. When was the moment, though, Rach, where you were, like, it snapped? You were like, Brian's the one. So I always, I mean, both of you guys got the first impression, Rose. Mm-hmm. So we obviously were impressed and saw something in the beginning. So I think I it always just says that we're very smart. No, 100%. <laughs> like, very perceptive. Cut straight to it. Like, we don't have time to play games. Mm-hmm. Basically, we're not Peter. The minivan <laughs> yeah. mini, mini was dope. The minivan was dope. Yeah, it was. <laughs> Remember we were balls. watching it, we were like, oh, that was amazing. <laughs> that was so, that was one of the best limo entrances I've ever seen. Oh, thank you. Thank Seriously. You. <laughs> um, but with Brian, I always knew I was super into him, but he was 
so smooth and charming that I was afraid of like, I, I was like, is he who he says he is? Mm-hmm. And so for me, and we both talk about this, it was Geneva. There was something, and I, like, do you guys feel this? There's something about those second dates that oh. tell everything because you get below the surface you kind of see more of a personality so that second date that brian and i had to me was just magical Mm -hmm. and it was the nighttime portion where i had questions that i needed answered and i didn't even have to ask he was already telling me Mm -hmm. i needed to know why are you still single have you had a serious relationship what is your family like and he answered all those questions and it was just the sincerity behind everything that he was saying i was like he is who he says he is Mm -hmm. i just got to meet the family and at hometowns, before I met the family, I actually pulled his producer to the side and I was like, he's the one. And I, because we had really? been like drinking and dancing. And she was like, what? And I, she was like, what did you say? And I was like, nothing, nothing, I'm drunk. I can just And I like ran into the bathroom. He never heard me say that, but I told his producer, mm-hmm. I didn't even, I didn't even told my producer. It was just like, word vomit right but i meant it because i was just having such like a, a great time mm-hmm. geneva was was everything so to all that to answer your question week seven okay right before hometown okay yeah, for me it was the same geneva mm-hmm. i mean i as far as i was convinced with her like as far as the foundation of what you know her makeup is i mean it was everything i wanted mm-hmm. you know in my future so i was pretty much convinced at that point on her but you know obviously Want her to pass a family test, and she did it with flying colors. (laughs) His mom slid a note to him. This didn't air either. But we were at the table eating, and his mom like wrote like, "Is it true? Is this real?" You know, like check yes or no or something. (laughs) See or no? See or no? And like slid it under the table, and they were like, "Olga." Okay, she like ripped it up, and like (laughs) hiding it. It's like she's in school. Like don't, don't. But it's funny you ask that because like. As far as ants, like you got my all your questions questions answered, and it's like going back to Victoria F. It's like you had a second chance Mm -hmm. to answer his questions, and you still couldn't do it. Mm -hmm. So it's like Mm. ultimate red flag. I digress. Go ahead. No. (laughs) Well, and going back to hometowns, I think it's such a pivotal week for people. I mean, it's always interesting because usually in seasons past, it's always been a pretty tame week. It's very standard. You meet the four families. You always have the one dad who's, you know, kind of hesitant and won't give the blessing. You have the, the mom who cries and it just wants you to find love. It's it's pretty standard. This one is very different. But I think for Garrett and I personally, that's hometowns week was when I realized I loved him. And I didn't even think it was going to hit me. It was, it was after I met his family. I was sitting in the airport about to fly. So I was with my producers and I just started sobbing into, into my breakfast. I was like, oh my gosh, I had this, this breakfast burrito and I just started crying and they're like, what is going on? I was like, oh my gosh, I think I love him. And I did not expect it. I I just, cause, cause his hometown was last. I was like, you know, I've had three great ones. Like, we'll see what happens. And it hit me. And I don't know. I don't know when you, when it clicked for you. I mean, you told me in the Bahamas that you were falling for me, but, but I don't know if, if you guys felt, I'm sure you did with your family, but even when I was sitting with Garrett's parents, because he had been married before and he had been divorced and that was uh, his main narrative throughout the entire season was us talking about it, which I honestly forgot that. that Totally didn't even like that. Honestly, it's not what people remember because I was like, he was, (laughs) and and I felt like that's all they would show is, of our conversation was only talking about his past relationship and his divorce. And so when we went to hometowns, I just really wanted to get to know his family and talk to them. I finally got to the point when I I think I talked to his dad last and we we kept bringing up the divorce. I'm like, I don't want to talk about that. He's answered it. His family has answered it. Like I think he's ready. And I felt like this defense mechanism. I was just like, I'm not doing it. I'm not going to talk about it anymore. And I kind of snapped. And I don't think they had ever really gotten that before for me. Yeah, girl. That's when you knew. That's when I knew. I was like, dang, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It was that moment. I don't think I ever even told you that. I don't know. Break news. No, the funny part was I was just thinking of the unseen moment that you guys were talking about because you know how you, you were saying, you know, it was real easy because Brian was answering all those questions mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. For me, that happened uh, our very first group date before our first one-on-one. Oh, they were like, God. hey, why don't you, go, you know, we were just so like getting bad. to know each other. And then it's like, hey, why don't we just like switch it up a little bit and, uh, Talk about past relationships. So I fired it up and I went right into it. I was like, she's like, tell me about your serious relationships. I was like, oh, you know, I was off and on in high school, but it's high school. I was like, but in college, you know, I had one or two serious girlfriends. And then 
after that, and then I went straight into the marriage. I was like, right when I graduated, you know, I met this girl. I was coaching baseball, and then they're like, whoa, whoa, and no. she's just sitting <laughs> there like this, like. <laughs> this is how it went down. My you, dude, were it honest. Was, you were married. It was, it was <laughs> two in the morning after a dodgeball date. So the guys had been going hard all day. Garrett was one of the last guys I was going to talk to, and they knew I was really into him. And so they like pulled us down by the pool and set up this like sexy. It felt very um, cruel intentions, like very sexy in the corner, and. And so we're talking, we're like having small talk at first, you know, talking about the date, how much fun we had. And then they were like, why don't you talk about something more serious? And so I was like, okay, tell me about your past relationships. And all of a sudden he looks at me, he's like, yeah, you know, I dated a little bit in college, but I was also married and then got divorced. And then right away they came in, they're like, okay, you guys have to go. And I was like, no, I was like, and then in my mind, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is sabotage. Cause they knew I was in him. I gave him my first impression rose and he was married and divorced. And so it was the most awkward moment. I like wanted to cry. So I was you, so. So you didn't get to. Uh, you didn't get to no. Oh no. no! And so we had to walk out. So the only redeeming part of this entire conversation is that as we were walking out, I was wearing heels and I tripped off the curb. And Garrett, like, I almost face planted, and Garrett grabbed me and pulled me up. And then we had this like special moment. Where we were laughing, and then we kind of danced under the streetlights. And that was the only moment. But I was like, oh my gosh. Like, and then I'm thinking all the worst, like, was he planted? Just like screw with me because I really like him. He's the first guy I ever wrote about in my journal. I gave him my rose and now it was. And so luckily the next day I was like, I need to, I need to have a date with this guy and talk about it because I got to get to the bottom of this. But (laughs) I was scared at first. (laughs) But to answer your guys' question, not to Victoria F you or anything like that. (laughs) (laughs) When I knew was I knew I was falling in love with her in the Bahamas. I told her, but I really wanted her to meet my family and interact because they are such a huge part of my life. Yeah. And I, I knew I was like, it's going to go well with them or whatever. And it went and then they hit it off right away. And I could tell like right through the door, like the energy and everything. And she had great conversation with my brother, my sister, my mom, and my dad who are like the four most important people. You and can then, just feel the love. Yeah, yeah. And then I was like, man, I love this girl. And then, but then it sealed the deal when I met her family in the Maldives. So he, was it was, like, I think, the first time he cried was with Uncle Chuck. I remember. No, I don't even know what happened. I was like, he I was got, like, dude, they must have slipped <laughs> some sort of like <laughs> thing. It was like they were talking. I wasn't even like anything that emotional in the beginning. And I was like tearing up. And I was like, what is going on? You were on? probably tired. It's everything. Like, like you're dude, tired. Was, yeah. Your emotions yeah. are um, off. But it was because my Uncle Chuck brought up my dad. And then you guys started crying about my dad. Oh, yeah. The dad thing hit me hard because I was like, it would be difficult to go through it. I don't know. I have both my parents. Yeah. I'm like, it would be difficult to go through something like this. And want advice from your parent of the opposite sex. I mm-hmm. feel like, at least for me, so I was like, that'd be tough to do. Yeah. I thought it was endearing. Like, I remember. See, these are the things we remember. I don't <laughs> yeah. remember the divorce thing. Yeah. I distinctly remember, remember you yeah. crying in there. And I remember being like, whoa, whoa. And I think and then, that's when uh, we saw course, a different side of him. And I typically yeah. do this when I'm watching. You didn't cry when I when you were talking to me. <laughs> I cried. I cried. Where, where were your tears? Dude, it was I like a Hallmark after. movie for me or something. They turned a Hallmark I on. I don't even do that. She has me watch Hallmark movies. I'm like, why am I even tearing up right now? Oh, God. I cannot get through a Hallmark movie with a dry eye. Oh, they're ridiculous. Yeah. When, I want to know. So usually the last, the last date, when you have the two final guys, they'll give you a gift. Brian, did you give something to Rachel? I did. Uh, I gave her... Give her a couple gifts. Yeah, he did. But the one I well, remember the, the most was the first <laughs> one. <Yeah. laughs> I love that. Um, no, but I gave her a domino box because we actually went to play dominoes <gasps> on Eighth Street. Yes. In- so there's a it's called Domino it. Park. Mm-hmm. It was very famous. All the old old gentlemen are always playing there. They're really good. They kicked our ass. I remember. Yeah, we should play together sometime. Do y'all this- play dominoes? We play Mexican train dominoes. <laughs> when all he the said time. Domino's box, I thought of pizza. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, damn, what'd you put in there? <laughs> no, this oh, is the actual favorite pizza. Is like, this was actual. I would love that. <laughs> this was an actual domino box. Um, so it was her own unique set. But Aww. when you opened it up, it had actually all the pictures of uh, all our interactions. Yeah. So, you know, our first date, our Geneva date, second date. Uh, that's um, cute. I love that. You know, just it, little moments that were oh, special to us. Yeah. I still have it. Well, you guys, this was so fun 
having our little love bugs in the studio. We're going to have to do it again. I feel like we just touched the surface. We have games to play in the future. Yeah. Let's do it. This was yeah. our double date. This was this our first like, double date. And we our did it official. on our podcast with everybody it. listening. I think it was a success. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. yeah. Are you guys going to come back or are you scared now? No, we'll come back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, they got real comfortable. I They're know. like sitting back in yeah. their chairs. They're like, yeah, we'll come back. <laughs> No, thank you guys so much for being here. We'll have to, we'll bring them back again, Becca. We'll mm-hmm. do this again. That puts an end on hometowns, which was, I've, I'm done. I'm done. I'm shook. I'm done I, with the season. I'm a little nervous going into next week because I really have no idea what to expect. You know exactly what to expect. Peter can't make a decision. The girls give him <laughs> a runaround. There'll be tears, no conversations. Everyone gets a rose. That's, it's that's like what's going to happen. Peter should be Oprah right now. Because yeah, that's what it's getting like. Right. Well, we already summed up and recapped week nine. You're welcome, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> no, but thank you guys so much for tuning in. We love, of course, talking all things Bachelor, even when it confuses and frustrates the hell out of us. So make sure you come back next week because we'll have another great episode for you. So this year, I'm really focused on my health, sticking to a routine, and that's why I've been loving Symbiotica. Symbiotica is one of the fastest growing health and wellness companies out right now, and they're one of the only brands that are wholly committed to your health. They don't use any seed oils, no preservatives or toxins in their supplements. They source the best ingredients from all around the world, and they're super easy to take when you're on the go. They also taste good. I try to stay really consistent with my morning routine and something that I always include is taking my supplements every single day. I've been taking these Symbiotica supplements and loving them. My goal has been to support my immune system with the supplements that I've been taking. So I've been taking them every morning with my coffee and my breakfast. Joe does as well. And I've been really loving the results that I've been seeing. My routine, I have my eggs in the morning, I take a Symbiotica and I'm ready to take on the day, hit the gym, I'm more alert, I just feel good. What's even better is that Symbiotica makes it a breeze to stay on track. With a subscription, your supplements arrive at your doorstep every month. Ready to feel the results? Head over to Symbiotica.com and use Bachelor for 15% off your subscription order. I think when, when you're in a relationship, being able to travel with somebody is like one of the best things you could do. I agree. I think some of our best memories together are exploring new places and relaxing somewhere on a beach. So we've been working with the brand Beachbound Vacations to find our next perfect beach vacation. And instead of spending hours searching for your perfect beach, take the perfect beach finder quiz and let Beachbound do the heavy lifting for you. Go to beachbound.com to get started today. I mean, I love it. I can't wait for our next vacation. To get started, go to beachbound.com, click be the first to try, and then select take our quiz. There's a whole collection of black lead products that fit into your daily routine. Show black founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long. There is power in every purchase because every time we buy a black lead brand, we make room for another black lead brand. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. 